Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, as long as you're 21 or older, Michael Hill, Jason Holder, proudly bring to you the Whiskey and Wrestling Podcast. And if you're not done with that, go listen to something else. Welcome back to another week of the Whiskey and Wrestling Podcast. Jason, how oozy are you feeling this week? Man, I'm feeling very oozy. <laughs> That was an amazing segment. Give Sami Zayn all the money. Like, all of it. Give him a championship. Just, like, have Roman just hand him a championship. Yeah, he, he deserves that. That <laughs> segment, Jesus. I missed it on, when it first hit, and then the internet blew up about, oh, my God. So He broke everyone. He broke, ev- he broke the entire bloodline. Uh, I want to know what happened in the back when he dropped that line. Right? Uh <laughs> Roman, Roman, Roman. He didn't mean it. He, he didn't mean it. He didn't mean it. Look, look. Jay's been going through some stuff, man. He just he just hasn't been feeling very oozy lately. <laughs> and Roman Reigns just kind of turns and looks at Sammy and starts dying laughing. Jay buries his arm in his face or and his even, face in his arm, and even when he came back up, he couldn't. He had he a smirk on his face because Roman just kept egging it on. Like he he's like, "No, nah, man, stay here, stay here, stay here, turn, turn, turn." And he like puts his arm around him. He goes. So you ain't feeling very oozy? And Jay's like, like whenever you're trying not to laugh, yeah. you know, he's got that whole, like, his whole face is tight. He's crying. Oh, it was awesome. It was amazing. Oh, man. Uh, this week, our drink of choice is going to be Jefferson's uh, very small batch blend of straight bourbon whiskeys. Let's see if Jefferson's is oozy. Yeah, it is... Um, alcohol by volume or 82.3 proof because I guess going even numbers was just too difficult. Right. Uh, It has a very simple bottle. Uh, It does have what appears to be Thomas Jefferson engraved or stickered to the back of it. So, yeah. Mm. Smells nice. Smells nice. We'll find out. Cheers. It actually has a cork. Cheers. Cheers. It's not bad. There's nothing that stands out about it. Yeah. But it's yeah, not nothing that bad. Really stands out. Hmm. I don't think I'd buy it again. But if someone offered it to me, I wouldn't turn it down. I put that this goes in that category with whiskeys that <clears throat> if I need something to mix with Coke. Yeah. I need something to mix with, you know, Something. Yeah. It'd be a great mixing whiskey. Because it needs that alcohol. Like, I want a Coke, but I want it to have alcohol in it. Yeah. Something like this would be fine. There's no there's no real notes of anything. <clears throat> it's <clears throat> it's not exactly smooth either. Yeah. But I think put with you know, a mix of some sort that would, that, that'll go away. Um, yeah, yeah, not terrible, but I don't, it, I don't think it's worth what you paid for it. No, it, it is definitely not worth what I paid for it. And I want to say it was like 40, 50 bucks for this. Yeah, not um, worth what you paid for it. Yeah. You know what we need to do? We need to get together with our friends over at travelers on the omnibus and we need to 
get one of their uh, top fives going. Yeah. And do top our five top, whiskeys. top five whiskeys. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, this is, I would put this above things like the Dimple Pinch yeah, or it's, it's the Sexton. It's definitely better than that. It's better but, than Sexton. It's better than Canadian Hunter. It's better well, than Canadian I mean, Mist. It's not hard to be better than Canadian um, Hunter. It has, it's, it, it's better than Jack. Yeah. It's not as harsh as Jack. It's not as harsh, um, but is by no means, for the price, equivalent to the things like Larceny, which is in that same price range. Yeah, Larceny's 40 Redemption bucks. Redemption is in that same price no, range. No, Redemption's cheaper. Redemption, Redemption it was twenty five thirty. Bullet is in that same price mm-hmm. range. Um, yeah, it's just not... I don't think it holds up to those. No. Nah. And you know they have another one. Four that, roses. Oh yeah, four, the same uh, yeah. thing. I don't. I don't. Think no, it doesn't touch four roses. And like this is a blend, the same way four roses is. Yep. It doesn't touch four roses. Well, you say that was a uh, was a small batch. You said or a small, yeah. very batch. small batch blend okay. of straight bourbon whiskeys. Gotcha. Yeah, just I'm just not a fan. They have another one out there that's a Jefferson's and it's aged at sea. And I'm like, why is this why a thing? Matter? Like, what is, is it going to be salty? I was just about to say, <laughs> is it going to have like a little bit of salt flavor uh, to it? And I was looking at the price of that the other day when I was uh, picking up some wine for my fiance. They want like $80, $90 for that. And I'm like, <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Uh, maybe if this was good, I would have considered that down the road. But. Yeah, I'm just not a. Mm-mm. No. Nope. It's not a fan. No, no, we're good. Shall we talk about wrestling this week? That is kind of what we do here. Yeah. And we got a lot. Yeah. There there was quite a bit that happened this week. Uh, we have Finn Balor defeating Carl Anderson on Monday Night Raw. We have R-Truth uh, showing up and defeating The Miz. There was some distraction by Gargano in there. We have Austin Theory defeating Mustafa Ali via pinfall. Uh, there was uh, some interference from Seth Rollins involved in that. There was a really good uh, 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 little piece in that one where Austin Theory was in the the face cam doing his selfie thing, and the face cam, you see Mustafa Ali, like, rolling the ring in the back and then just kick the ever-loving shit out of him. Yeah. Uh, They actually position Mustafa Ali to be the winner there and he lost it not because he was out wrestled, but because Seth Rollins interfered yeah. with the distraction. Uh, almost beat four people. Um, <laughs> Elias, uh, defeated Chad Gable and yes, Elias is back. We have Baron Corbin defeating Johnny Gargano. Which I think after Johnny's first loss, isn't it? I believe it is Johnny's first loss. That was also after interference from uh, JBL. Mm-hmm. So a lot of interference going on on Monday Night Raw, and I'm sure we're going to talk about that. Yep. Our final match of the night, we have Bailey versus Bianca Belair. Bailey gets the win after interference mm-hmm. from Nikki Cross. Yep. Not Nikki A.S.H., no, this was Nikki Cross, back in her Nikki Cross ring gear. Uh, so, uh, she, well, not ring gear, no, but attire. She was she was more in like looking like she wanted to be part of Damage Control and what she was wearing. She had on like red leather pants and a sparkly vest or a sparkly jacket. 
I think that, I mean, that falls yeah. into what Nikki was doing beforehand. Yeah. Um, I didn't like it at all. It was just <laughs> overbooked. Yep. It was overbooked. You had damage control involved like several times. And then when the ref went to throw them out, Nikki jumped off the top turnbuckle and hit both of them and the ref. Then Bailey cheated, mm-hmm. but she didn't get the pin. Or no, then Bianca hit the KOD, but didn't get the pin because obviously the ref was knocked down. But then when Bailey was able to hit the rose plant, I think, all of a sudden a ref comes running from the back to count the three. Yeah. Uh, it just it just made no sense. Honestly. At all. I was okay up with everything until the ref came from the back. If Bailey had hit the rose plant and they had just gone off the air to a no contest, yeah, it would have it been it would have been no a perfect match. It would have been a perfect storyline yep. for what they're trying to do. As I'm waving my yeah. hands in the air, it just made no sense. Uh, there was one other thing that happened, and it involved damage control, mm-hmm. and that is there was a backstage segment where damage control attacked and storyline injured mm-hmm. Candice LeRae. Yeah, so I don't know if. They injured her because she's actually injured and needed to have a reason not to be on television. Or in what I think is more likely because of what they've been telling the story is they were just trying to isolate Bianca. That's what it looks like. So, um, And I haven't heard anything of any Candice LeRae yeah, injury. I haven't seen anything either. So. Um, moving to Dynamite, we kicked off with Chris Jericho and Daniel Garcia versus Claudio Castagnoli and Wheeler Yuta. We're uh, Claudio and Wheeler win. Then we get backstage. Then we get a quick backstage segment where Yuta and Danielson are like going at it, and Claudio has to step in and be uh, dad and tell him to both shut up. Uh, we just won. Uh, Danielson, go out there and win, and then we'll settle this later. Yeah. We'll talk about. I think we're going to talk about that too, probably at least briefly. Oh, oh we're definitely going to talk about. It, but I had to yeah. to slip it in there. Uh, we had a number one contenders match of FTR versus Swerve in Our Glory, which that just this just boggles me because FTR has been the number one contender since April, but hasn't gotten their opportunity. Why? Um, why would they get an opportunity? I mean, they're the number one contenders. They can. They have all the opportunity that they need. But then Swerving Our Glory wins mm-hmm. uh, with interference from the gun club. Uh, Renee interviews MJF, and it was actually a really good interview. Um, something that I liked at the end of this re- interview here was Stokely Hathaway comes out. And Max tells him... Do not touch Moxley. Don't get close to it. Don't do anything or you are fired. You and all of your people. Uh, And Stokely just kind of smiles and walks away. So we're kind of starting to see uh, maybe an MJF face turn. Which nobody's buying that they would do an MJF face turn at this moment. Nobody's buying that. Because obviously he's just telling him don't do it so he can say I 
Yeah, I, I didn't. I, I told him. I, I told to him not you. to do it. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. I'm MJF. He, I'm better than you, and you know it. I, he, I don't. You know. He also said that uh, he would. He promised that he would not use his diamond ring because people have been complaining, saying that uh, the only way you can win a, a good match is to use that. So he promises not to use that with Moxley. He wants to prove himself, is what he's saying. Which again falls in that category. This is MJF just blowing smoke. He's gonna use the ring. The firm is gonna attack Moxley, you know, all this kind of stuff. We then go to Brian Danielson versus Sammy Guevara. Brian Danielson wins, which is the right call because he uh, put out Sammy, period. We had Rio versus Jamie Hayter, where Jamie Hayter wins. Very good call there, I think, because she <laughs> is so over and needs to be turned immediately. On Brit, but I don't see that happening. We then had our AEW World Championship match: John Moxley versus Penta El Zero Merida Miedo, yeah. uh, which was yeah. uh, uh, Moxley wins. I mean, it was a it was a good match. Obviously, Moxley wins after the match. Morrissey and the Gun Club and Ethan Page and all of them come down and they start attacking uh, Moxley. MJF comes out and he he kind of starts going to the ring and then he stops and he walks back up the ramp and then he kind of starts going to the ring again and he stops and he goes back up the ramp a few times like showing that they're beating up my opponent which is good for me but earlier I said I didn't want them involved and uh, what am I supposed to do and I, I'm a bad yeah. guy do I do this you know right and uh, uh, so he goes down to the ring though and he shoves Stokely Hathaway. He he pushes Morrissey away from Moxley and he shoves Hathaway and shouts, You're fired in his face. And then they beat up Jim JF. The firm this, lays him out. And and this wasn't just like a, a little beat up. This was a beat down. Mm -hmm. This really feels like a MJF face turn. It does. And I'm aware of everything uh, that what I say with that, that we should take this with a grain of salt. But then you hear some of the backstage stuff, and we'll talk about that. Yeah, like, like it, it's, it went overboard on the beatdown of MJF. He went through a table, all this kind of stuff. So one of two things is happening here. Either MJF is turning face, and we're going to see a face MJF, Probably face MJF takes the belt off Moxley. Moxley gets to go have his vacation that he so rightly deserves. <laughs> um, or we're still going to see that MJF swerve at the end and he, he's going to come up with some kind of promo about, you know, sometimes if you want to be the bad guy, you got to take your licks. You just have to make sure your friends are there to make it look good, you know, something like that. Uh, and let's... Very quickly, I'll say this, and then we can we can move on. Regardless of our thoughts on MJF and what he's done, he's over. He is the most over guy in AEW at the moment. Yeah, he is. So you know, and we'll we'll talk more once we get through SmackDown and Rampage. So you ready for SmackDown? Yeah, let's let's get it. All right. So SmackDown starts out with a match between the Brawling Brutes and Sami Zayn and Solo Sokoa. The Brutes win after uh, Jay pulls Sammy out of the ring, causing Sammy to not be able to finish the match the way he wanted to. After that, Roman comes out and says, look, I, 
normally I'm not about settling all this and like airing all this out in the ring. The ring is for fights, but I'm tired of this. Everybody speak their piece because we're going to lay it all out here and we're going to settle this right now. And that's when we get the Usi line. <laughs> That's when because uh, uh, Sammy makes the Sammy looks at Jay and goes the tribal chief said we need to we need to fix this, and Jay says I don't care what the tribal chief says I don't give a damn what the I don't tribal give a damn what the tribal chief says and Roman kind of turns and looks at Jay and that's when Sammy's like uh, 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 uh Roman they, yeah. he didn't mean that um uh, props and, to everybody in the bloodline in the ring because Jay said that with a hundred percent conviction yep and everybody as soon as he said it he switch, he flipped that. Oh, oh crap! What did I just? And say? everybody in the ring all perked up like something about to go down. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, this whole segment was gold, mm-hmm. and I really, 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 really wish that I knew what happened to the back when this went out. Yeah, because I can tell you this was not planned. Nope. I, I, I have a feeling that maybe the line was was discussed. Maybe uh, the the plan. I'm sure the plan was. Uh, Sammy's going to try to smooth this over, right? But the fact that he just says Jay hadn't been feeling very oozy. Good Lord, man. Everybody just cracked up. And then Roman looks at Jay and's like, I'm going to do something you're really going to hate. I'm sure the bullet point was Jay's not feeling himself or hasn't been right. feeling himself or something. Yeah. And he came the out with the Usa, the Usi. And then, and- then Roman says, I'm going to do something you're really going to hate. Yep. I'm going to take this honorary off his shirt. You know what? No, no. We're going to change his name. He's going to be Sammy, Sammy Uso. Uso. <laughs> Sammy got excited. Sammy gets excited. Jay is still trying not to laugh. Yeah. Uh, and that was the highlight of SmackDown. Yes. We can all go home. No. Uh, we have New Day defeating Maximum Male Models. We have um, Liv Morgan blindsiding Sonya Deville backstage. And I love this new Liv. Me too. Uh, this is what they should have done with her when she had the belt. Yeah. Uh, we have Braun Strowman cutting a promo backstage mm-hmm. where he says, there's always someone bigger and stronger than you. Well, almost you're certainly bigger than me, but are you stronger? They've seen what I can do. And he goes through talking about him flipping cars, limos, ambulances, tractor trailers, <laughs> Buses, you know, everything that he's flipped. So they're setting up for Crown Jewel yep. next. Well, it'll be by the time you hear this, it'll be on Saturday. Uh, we'll bring you the results of those, unfortunately. We're just not going to watch We're it. not going to watch it. We have uh, Ronda Rousey with an open challenge. And who answers it but Emma. We haven't seen her for about five years now. Yep. Daniel Dashwood. Yep. She comes out. Unfortunately, it was Ronda throwing her around the ring for five minutes, ten minutes, whatever the match was. Well, the thing was, at one, at right near the end, Daniel had gotten offense in. Yeah. And it looked good for her, and then Ronda cheated. The, the whole thing there, though, is that they have booked Ronda so strong mm-hmm. that I am bored yeah, I, by I, her in the ring because I, the only people who are going to be able to beat her is Charlotte Flair and Bailey, Bailey maybe Becky Bailey. Lynch, maybe Bailey. I I would give Bailey the odds on right now because of, with damage control, I would give Bailey the odds on. 
they still have a hard on for the four horse women. Maybe Becky and Charlotte for sure. Becky is in a maybe. I, I put Bailey in a maybe category, but there's nobody else on the roster that's going to beat her. Yeah, and and it's a shame. Like, give me and it sucks. legitimate challengers. And Ronda does not need to be allowed to talk. Yeah. Anyways, moving on. Um, we have uh, Shayna Baszler assaulting Natalia backstage. We have Hit Row teaming up with Shinsuke Nakamura to defeat Legato Del Fantasma. Uh, that was great. Because, mm-hmm. you know, you had Legato Del Fantasma out there like, what you going to do? You can't touch us. There's there's three guys and one girl to your two guys and one girl. And they're like, well, we've got friends in high places. And out comes, out comes Shinsuke. And Legato's fate was sealed. Yep. <laughs> it was a great showing, though. Uh, we have L.A. Knight proclaiming himself God's gift to SmackDown. We have Killer Cross defeating Madcap Moss. Honestly, gave Madcap more offense here than I thought they would. Yeah, they did. Uh, but, uh, yeah. Cross comes in and, and does his thing. We have uh, Gunther blasting Rey Mysterio backstage with a chop. And we have Bray Wyatt promising the best version of himself. One, I love Bray's new entrance music. Mm-hmm. I, I've always been a fan of using actual songs for entrance music, not yep. loops. Not that there's anything wrong with loops, but an actual song just has a whole different feel to it. I like his music. I like I like his whole entrance now. His whole entrance. He's got this. I grew up a Southern Baptist. And he's got this very revival yes. pastor, preacher leading his flock. It's working so good. They had another character show up. Um, Uncle Howdy. Uncle Howdy, thank you. I, I, I had Uncle Ruckus, and I knew that wasn't right. <laughs> <laughs> he had Uncle Howdy show up saying that he knows the true Bray and whatever. A lot of people are saying that this is Bo. It definitely sounded like Bray to me. Yeah. We'll see. That being said, it's only been a few weeks, and I'm already, I need to see Bray in the ring. I need to see a match out of Bray. I need to see. I want to see that, but I want to see, I want to see a little more evolution of what's going on. Because it, it feels like all three of the promos that he's cut have been the same promo. Yeah. And that's, that's why I'm With saying we need to progress tiny something. little thing. Progress the story. I'm okay if Bray's not in the ring yet. It's fine. I want to see him wrestle. Don't get me wrong, but they need to progress the story a tiny bit. Yeah. Because it, it's moving too slow, and that's not WWE's MO when it comes to that stuff. Yeah. Uh, moving on to Rampage. Rampage started off with John Moxley versus Matt Menard. John Moxley, of course, wins. We then had Keith Lee versus Serpentico, which lasted all of about five seconds. Um... Keith Lee was about to get uh, interviewed by Tony. Acclaim shows up. Then Swerve shows up that he has Billy Gunn tied up in a basement somewhere. Um, he then uh, starts to grab at Billy with a pair of pliers, which was very horror movie 
it's Halloween weekend, so okay. As long as this was done kind of as a spooky Halloween, fine. Anything more than that, eh, I'm not a fan. Uh, we had Ty Mello versus Madison Rain. Ty Mello wins. Then had Wardlow, the TNT champion, versus Matt Taven of the kingdom. Wardlow beat the holy hell out of him. As you would expect, the kingdom is just not for me. Um, I, I I don't really, I never really liked Matt Bennett in WWE. I never liked Maria Kanellis. Um, I don't really know Matt Taven very well. Apparently their NWA stuff was okay, but it just ain't translating for me. Yeah, uh, I'm sure there's people that like them. I would much prefer to see Dalton Castle and his entourage than the kingdom. Yeah. Um, and But that was Rampage. Um, where do we want to start off? Let's start off with, uh, you know what? Let's let's start off with uh, Crying Manchild Punk. Okay. I was going to say, now, in with that, I do want to say something real quick that's going to lead more into that. During Dynamite, there was a promo. There was. That I didn't talk about. It had the Bucks and Kenny in this promo. And it was old matches. It was when they won the trios title. It was when Kenny won the world champion. It was when the Bucks won the the tag team champions. It was when the three of them had matches together. And... It would show like the image of them holding up the belts or holding up the victorious arm, and then they just kind of Thanos snapped away. Yeah, and that was the whole promo. And there wasn't really any explanation about it. That makes me think the buck that the elites about ready to come back. Uh, so backstage news. They were backstage. Apparently. They they were backstage. The investigation has wrapped up. Uh. As reported over the last several weeks, it appears that AEW is going to attempt to buy out mm-hmm. uh, CM Punk's contract, which, uh, sure, whatever you need to do. Personally, I'm of the opinion that pay him, make him sit at home, and don't give him permission to do anything else. Exactly. Uh, Hold him to his contract, pay him what he's owed, and just tell him you get to sit in Chicago from now on. Yep. Congratulations. Have a nice day. Yep. Uh, but that being said, I'm not in the business. Tony's going to do what Tony Khan's going to do. Apparently, CM Punk's team is so desperate mm-hmm. right now uh, because I, don't, I think Punk thought he was invincible. Yeah. I think Punk thought he was invincible, and he's very obviously well, not. He's CM Fan, Punk. Yeah. Uh, you know, the fan the support. The biggest draw. Yeah. Right. Fan support has completely turned against him other than some mm-hmm. diehard CM Punk fans. Yeah. Um, and I don't think Phil Brooks ever wrestles in, in professional wrestling again. I don't think he does. Uh, there was mentions about him going back to WWE, and the WWE camp was like, oh, hell no. He's I, not coming back here. He's not worth. Um, like, would Triple H bring CM Punk back if he could? Prior maybe. to all of this going down, yeah, for sure. I would say yes. After all because this, no. After all of this, he's not worth it. 
Jericho, it's just not. Jericho called him cancer. Mm-hmm. Called him a cancer. So CM Punk's team is now trying to say that when the Bucks Kicked busted the down door. the door, yeah, that they injured CM Punk's dog. Yeah. Which is apparently utterly false. Yep. And... Because the, the story has always been Kenny Omega picked up the dog and took it out because of, you know, A-Steel throwing chairs. Yes. Kenny Omega picked up the dog and handed it to AEW's chief legal, legal yeah. officer. Megara uh, Paresh, I think. Something like that. But she was there. Yeah. Kenny Omega grabs the dog and hands the dog to her and gets them out of harm's way. Bit. And then gets bit. Nick gets hit over the head with a chair. And and not when when we say that Kenny Omega was bit, he was not bit by the one the one creature in the room that you think, okay, this might bite you. Yeah, he picked up the dog, the dog was scared, the dog bit him. No, that is no. not what happened. He picked up the dog, he handed the dog to, to Megra or whatever however you say her name. She gets out of the harm's way and a steel bites him. Yes. <laughs> Which, when he did a couple of promo things for AW Games over in Japan, uh, he has a massive bruise on his forearm. Yeah. That is in the vague shape of a human mouth. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Ace Steel has been officially has been released. Officially released, yes. Um, CM Punk will continue in negotiations, but by all accounts. This is over. CM Punk has nobody to blame but himself. Yep. And to the Redditor that I read who who named him Crying Man Child Punk, mm-hmm. which I used earlier. I like that. Uh, thank you, sir or madam. That is brilliant. Mm-hmm. I, I like it. So, yeah. CM Punk, he has tainted his legacy. Mm-hmm. He really has. Because, like... like like, we can go back and talk about the fact... You can go back and listen to some of our, our episodes from a year ago when Punk showed up. And yeah. both of us were like, holy crap, CM Punk's back. That is amazing. He's going to do so much for this. He is such a big name in wrestling. He's returning. There's all of this buzz and all of this energy and everything, and that's going to be awesome. And then a year later... He really has acted like a cancer yeah. in AEW's locker room, and he hasn't even been there for most of it. Yep. He was there for about six months. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And he goes off and does this. Mm-hmm. Completely ruins his legacy, if you ask yeah, me. He's completely completely, de- completely destroyed his, his own legacy. He... If he had gone out after, if he had gone out following his exit from WWE, mm-hmm. and he even still, as we said, we had great things to say about him last year. He had tarnished his legacy a little bit with his feud with uh, Colt Cabana, mm-hmm. but the way I looked at that is, hey, this is between two people, and I'm not a party to it, yep. so. Man, it sucks that you have this longtime friend that you've had a falling out with, but that's between you and him. Mm-hmm. He had a little bit of fan turn on him at that point that 
you know, hey, you go on Colt's podcast and now you're not going to defend Colt because you're being sued for what you said on his podcast. He lost some fan support there, but everybody still kind of gave him the benefit of the doubt. Yep. And then he does this. And after winning the title for the second time, and I I realized that the second time really was a unification match, but let's just say for the second time, winning the AEW title for the second time, he goes out there. He buries three of the founders mm-hmm. and one of their top homegrown stars. Yeah. He basically goes out there and just buries everyone. AEW. Yeah. Tony and obviously did not know what was about to come out of CM Punk's mouth because he's just sitting there dumbstruck. Also, and, how do you stop that? You and know, Tony is just as culpable. If you ask me mm-hmm. at, at any point when punk, I'm old, I'm tired, I work with children, blah, blah, blah. Tony could have just been like, he could have like looked off and just kind of done the whole, you know, cut this, let's stop motion, and just cut everything. I, I don't think Tony knew what to do. I think that, I and, and I, used, I used the word a minute ago, he was dumbfounded. Mm-hmm. He was caught, and he had no idea what to do, and he was running, things were running through his head, like, how do I end this without looking bad? How do I end this? with getting as little talked about as possible. Yep. (laughs) Poor Tony. That was just not his night. It it, it just, yeah, not good. Um, but yeah, it looks like CM Punk is done. We, I'm too soon. Really? I'm I'm sure we're going to see some official reports. In the next couple months. Yeah. Negotiations. CM Punk's petty enough. He'll drag negotiations on for a while. Uh, I imagine but, soon we'll see some uh, some kind of report saying, you know, this is the the official what happened, the wind up. Here we go. Yeah. Um, and, and just so, you know, on the off chance CM Punk actually hears this, these are just my opinions about CM Punk that, you know, he's a petty crying man child. Mm-hmm. Um but uh, they're just that, my opinions. I don't know him, and, and, you know, this is the legal disclaimer. I mean, from what we've seen on TV? Yeah. And and from the dirt sheets? Yeah. Yeah? Allegedly? <laughs> I think that's the that's the term everybody uses, right? To make allegedly. Sure that, there's, that there's no issues, allegedly. Allegedly. Or, you know, you can go letter Kenny with it, and allegedly. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, positive news. Okay. Kind of cross AEW, WWE promotional talk. Mm-hmm. The party. Yes. So a few days ago, we had, I think it was just Cole, Cole Swiss, and Tyler all posted just a black picture that said, You ready? And it had hashtag Departy. Mm-hmm. Well, last week we got all four of them posting. The tweet was just hashtag Departy, and it was a video of all of them set to music from when they were playing Uno. If they are playing with my emotions like this, I'm gonna be mad. Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> but if they're not, Departy. I'm all for some Departy yeah. coming back. Bring him back. Bring back Uno. Make Uno great again. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. And this is right on the heels. So if this is happening, make no mistake about that. This is going to be a cross AEW WWE thing because WWE is not going to let them do it without it. Well, you know, the thing was like, I don't, we haven't talked about it. I don't think, but you know, with the, the DX 25th anniversary, and that's, that's what I was about to lead into. Yeah. It has come out recently that up until that Monday, they were in discussions for Billy Gunn to be part of it. Yeah. And the sticking point was AEW wanted Billy Gunn to come out with the AEW bottom third. Yeah. And WWE wouldn't do it. I kind of don't blame WWE for that one. Because even when they brought Mickey James in, uh, she still had a WWE bottom third. It just said Impact Women's Champion. Yeah. Um. So... The, also, Mickey James was that was a little different. I also think the Mickey James thing was kind of a "oops, our bad." Yeah, you know, considering how she was let go and and all that kind of fun stuff. Um, and it was also, you know, WWE released a bunch of people, mm-hmm. and then they needed thirty women yeah. for a Royal Rumble, and they didn't have thirty didn't women have on the it. roster between three brands. Exactly. At least not 30 women that people would care about. So. And, yeah. Yeah. So. But. Uh, yeah, right on, being right on the heels, the fact that Departy's doing its thing. hmm Yeah. Bring bring back Departy. Bring back Uno. Yes. And, and let's, let's have some good times. It's needed. Yeah, it is. It is. Um, what else we got? G4 officially closed, I think, since yeah. the last time we talked. G4 has officially closed. So Xavier Woods is now back down to just doing um, up, up, down, down in WWE for the time being. I'm sure he's got other pots in the fire. Um, um, but I think that could be a, that could have been a catalyst for bringing back the party, too. It could be. Because he now has the free time to devote to that. And I mean, hey, something like that is really cool if you ask me, because you've got Tyler Breeze and, and uh, uh, Xavier are both WWE, right? Yeah. Woods, obviously, and Breeze is a coach at the PC now. Is he a coach now? Yeah. Okay. Uh, and then you've got Swiss and Cole are both in AEW, Swiss being very active, and Cole not even 100% sure he'll ever wrestle again at this Which point. Which is something we haven't talked about. Um, right. Uh, they're bad news. It sounds like about Adam Cole. Mm-hmm. Um, don't know if he'll ever be able to get back in the ring. Yeah, it's from, from some of the reports that have been going around. It's up in the air right now. Um, hopefully he heals, and we get to see him back in the ring because he's he's, he's too a generational good. talent. He is a generational talent. Although you know, AEW seems to think that. Uh, their their only generational talent is MJF. Yeah. And I would, would argue that he's yet to prove one way or the other that he is a generational talent. Exactly. Uh, but that being said, that's more shaded MJF. Right. Look, uh, I hope that Adam Cole 
is able to heal and come back to the ring in some manner. Me too. Me because too. he is too good. He is for, way too good to for his career to be cut short at this point. Yep. Um. So yeah, what else we got? Huh. I feel like we had a bunch of more stuff to talk about. That's now that we're on the air and we're talking, yeah. it's all gone. Um. <laughs> uh, well, you know, Emma's come back. Yeah. So she yeah, spent. We can talk about that. She spent, spent the more majority of her time away in Impact. Impact as uh, Tennille Dashwood. That's yep. her her actual wrestling name. Yeah. Uh, of course, now that she's back, she's Emma because that's what she was in WWE. I will give Rhonda props because when Emma started coming down, Emma's doing her "It's All About Me" gimmick. Mm-hmm. Sure, that's fine, whatever. But as she's coming down. You see Rhonda taunting her in the ring, doing the little finger point thing yeah. that Emma first did when she came out. Uh, so I will give Rhonda a little bit of props there for that. Which I mean, I'm okay with this if Emma's going to come back as Emma because she kind of got a raw deal at the end of her WWE career a few yeah. months ago or a few years ago now. Uh, where she was Emma, and then she vanished, and she was going to be Emmalina. <laughs> and then that was teased for like six months, and she comes out, and she says, like, this isn't me, and then walks back into the back again, and then they scrubbed the Emmalina thing. No, she didn't say this isn't me. She said you don't deserve you this. You don't deserve this. That's right. And And then walks away. And then she's going to go back to Emma. Like, that sucked. Yeah, I don't think the Emmalina thing was going to go anywhere. I don't think the Emmalina thing was going to go anywhere either. I I think that the Emmalina thing was horny old man Vince uh, dressing this girl up Mm -hmm. as a beauty queen kind of thing. But, uh, so she got done because very shortly after that she was released. Yeah. Um, well, and she did the whole it's all about me gimmick for a while where she tried to get a little more edge to her character because her original character didn't really have anywhere to go. She was the gullible yeah. fan kind of, you know, but she didn't really belong, but she just kind of stumbled on to winning matches. and She kind of did the Drew McIntyre thing, though. When she, when she got out of WWE, she went to Impact, and Impact actually used her. Yeah. And she was able to build a little bit of a name for herself. Uh, so now coming back, when she when her name popped up, she got a pretty good response. Yeah. Uh, as opposed to either a, who is this, or, oh, God, this one's back. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm a little excited to see what WWE does with Emma. Mm-hmm. Um, it does feel like Triple H... With his history with NXT, it does feel like he cares about women's wrestling mm-hmm. and not just having beauty queens out there. Yeah, I mean, he's he's putting damage control, like, front and center. Yeah, he's put damage control front and center. Most of the women that have come through WWE's, through NXT with Triple H's tenure, while they are gorgeous women, mm-hmm. do not get me wrong, there, there's... <laughs> They're wrestlers. They're athletes. They're not, and I'm not trying. I'm not meaning this in a demeaning way to the beauty queens that they've had. Well, they're sports entertainers, but they're not. 
beauty pageant queens. They're not the divas. They're not divas. They're not Kelly Kelly. Yeah. They're not Sable. They're not... Uh, 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 I wasn't, I wasn't going to name... Keebler. I wasn't going to name any names because... Uh, I will. One, th- thou shalt not uh, disparage the name of Stacey Keebler. I will. Um, like, <laughs> all of them hot... Absolutely. Yeah. Wrestlers? No. Not even close. Yeah. You know, you... Um, but, you know, that, and, and I'll, you know, I'll be honest with it. Like, I was watching back in when I was 16, 15, 16, that time frame when all that was going on. Oh, yeah. 15, 16, 17-year-old Jason absolutely loved Stacy Keebler. Oh, and yeah. And Sable and Sonny. Poor Bra- Sonny. Brawl and panties and matches. And all that stuff. All of that stuff. That was... That was to me, that was awesome. And then here, you know, the king going, oh my God, puppies, and going crazy, you know. <laughs> puppies. But 40 year old Jason looks back on that and cringes yeah. at the, you know, yeah. no, of it's what like it a, was. It's like, ugh. Ugh. One, that it happened, and two, that I was like, this is amazing. <laughs> so, yeah. Hormones, man. Hormones. Right. They're a hell of a drug, <laughs> literally. Uh, uh, no, but yeah. Triple H seems to actually care about the wrestling aspect of women's wrestling, which is why we have such amazing talent with Emma, with, you know, Paige. Like, Triple H was like, hold on. They didn't renew your contract to Paige? They didn't reach out to you to try and do this? They they just let you go and tried to get a package together for her. And to her credit, she's like, I want to go do something else because WWE wasn't going to clear According to her on Jericho's podcast, right? Jericho asked her about it. Because mm-hmm. Paige is like super best friends with Renee. Yeah. And Paige had, you know, of course, she got, you know, when she got released, she said that she had tried and begged WWE, let me do something. Let me come be a manager. Let me, let me be a producer. Let me do something in the back. Let me be around this. And they were just like, no, nah, we got another for you. Um, so she reached out to, she said, Laurenitis, because mm-hmm. this was back when he was still there, um, about her contract, didn't hear anything, didn't hear anything, didn't hear anything, didn't hear anything. And then all of a sudden, you know, she finally raining down and he's like, yeah, we're not going to renew it. And she's like, all right, cool. So she goes off and does her own thing for a little bit. Uh, she called Chris Jericho and talked with him about AEW and the fact she wasn't cleared yet, but she was working on it and all this kind of stuff. And he's like, look, I'm going to tell Tony, I want you here. No matter what, what kind of role we can get you in, I want you here. Yeah. So he said he went and talked to Tony, and Tony being Tony was like, yeah, 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 absolutely, I'll call her. But, you know. Dude well, and is, he did He did call her. He called her. They, they had a conversation, a but he. He never got anywhere with it because the dude is trying to do the job of 20 men, right? Yeah. He's got, like, three different companies that he's CEO of. So she was on the phone with with Renee when Triple H got in touch with her about, you know, hey, you know, do you think you might want to come back, all this kind of stuff? And she was like, I mean, I wasn't offered an extension. Are you, are you offering me to come back? And he's like, what do you mean you, you weren't offered an extension or anything? Because he didn't even know, right? Mm-hmm. So Now, remember, Triple H has been out. And I'm just yeah. throwing this out there for, for yeah. you know, Triple H had been out he was with his health outs. issue. Yeah. he was One, he was on the outs from the inner circle. Yep. And he had had his health issue, his heart issue, yep. and was actually on an extended leave of absence 
exactly. until very recently before he took over creative. So she, the the way she said it was like she's talking to Renee and John. She says John just walked through the room and goes, "She coming here?" And Renee's like, "Well, Tony hadn't talked to him." And John goes, "Cool." And he walked out and he called Jericho. And Jericho's like, "I get a call from John Moxley that says, call your boy Tony, telling Paige is about to sign at WWE." <laughs> and she said, like an hour later, her phone rings and it's Tony Khan, mm-hmm. Tony Khan, <laughs> and uh, you know, or not, not Tony Khan, yeah, Tony Khan, yeah. Uh, no, Def- Nick Khan, yeah, is the other one. Tony Khan, yeah. <laughs> and she's like, uh, she's like, that's odd. I was just talking about this because she didn't know that Jericho had called him and been mm. like, dude, she's about to sign with WWE. Call her right now. Yeah, you you, you need to you need to 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 shit or get off the pot. Yep. And then, <laughs> boom, Soraya, here you go. Yeah, and she's going to be a strong influence in the women's division. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Uh, at, at AEW, uh, she's kind of had some stumbles first, but I... She's been out of the ring for seven years. She's been out of the ring for seven years. She's been off TV for, what, three or four at this point? More than that, uh, uh, when it comes down to, like, actual used. I well, mean, she, she, was, would, she would pop up here and there, but as far as, like, an on-screen presence every week type thing, yeah, yeah it's been some it's, time. It's been a while, and remember, WWE scripted everything for the mm-hmm. entirety of Paige's run. Yep. So give her a chance to get her legs back under her as far as being on the mic and, and all of that I stuff. I really think, because say what you want to say anywhere, Paige was a huge portion of the Divas Revolution. Mm-hmm. Her, when she came up, and she came up with Charlotte and Becky, and that first well, her, crop. Her coming up was the catalyst. Yeah. That first crop of NXT women, you know, she came up, she won the title her first night on Raw, right? Beating AJ Lee. Beating AJ Lee. So when you have that, you talk about her, you talk about that that original grouping of the four horse women, uh, Tamina. Eh, you, arguments can be made about Tamina, but she was part of that group. Naomi was part of that group. Yeah, I mean... It, <laughs> Is they, Tamina the greatest wrestler? What I'll no. say about Tamina is Tamina's not a diva. Tamina no. is a wrestler, yeah. right? When those groups came up, women's wrestling really started to become that, okay, this isn't the piss break anymore. It's going to be an actual match. The quality, arguments could be made about quality from time to time, but overall, the women's matches are just as good as the men's. Mm-hmm. They tend to be a little shorter because they don't tend to script them longer. They could. Yeah. Um, you know, we made the comment about, a, we talk about AEW all the time. And then uh, last week, the women's segment actually had a pretty good segment on AEW. And uh, somebody that was in the room with us, I don't remember who it was, made a comment about, uh, man, oh, that went on too long. I remember who it was, but I'm not going to to name them. So that went on too but, long. And like, Three of the other as I was sitting here were like, we've been bitching about it for months that they need more time on TV. Nah, that's fine. <laughs> but yeah, give give Paige a chance. Yeah. Let let her get her legs back under. I think that she is going to be a strong influence in the AEW women's locker She's room. She's a veteran at this point. She is. So. She has been wrestling literally her entire life. Her mother was wrestling with her in the womb. Yeah. Literally, yep. this in this woman's entire life, she's been in wrestling. WWE made a huge mistake in letting her go. Mm-hmm. 
And it's more proof to me that Vince was so far out of touch. Oh, yeah. You look at what WWE's done since Vince has stepped down. And I think even Vince has to look at it himself and say, I "I was out of touch. I firmly believe that if Vince McMahon would not have gotten hung up in this, right, all this stuff that got rid of him, by next summer, WWE would have, I'm not going to say folded, because I think it's too big to fold, but it would not surprise me if NBC Universal and Fox either won, did not, Fox probably wouldn't renew the contract. Mm-hmm. And it wouldn't be surprising if NBC Universal was like, yeah, we're going to move you to sci-fi or something like that because you're just not pulling any more on USA. Yeah. And that's our flagship cable channel. So and you got to go. I'll I'll even go a step further. They would be bought out. They would be bought out in the next three, three to five years. They would have been bought out by either Fox, NBC, or Disney. Because Disney's always circling there. Disney has yeah. been circling for a while trying to, to to gobble up something with WWE. Very true. You know, the, the mouse is hungry, and he's going to eat everything uh, he can. The mouse will feed. <laughs> Sounds oh, ominous about Disney. <laughs> I mean. Uh, I can't. Not, not wrong. <laughs> um, uh, what else we got? Anything else major? Yeah, a um, couple things we've got going on. I, I think we mentioned this the last time we talked, but uh, the Great Muda appeared on AEW. Mm-hmm. He's doing with, his retirement. He's doing his retirement tour. tour. He's going to be teaming with Sting mm-hmm. uh, coming up. And it also, I just just found this on the dirt sheets. Yeah. It's been announced he is going to have a match against Shinsuke Nakamura yep, with uh, Pro Wrestling Noah. I think. Yeah. Uh, which is another like praise to Triple H mm-hmm. and the the current um, leading people at at WWE. If Vince is in charge, this never happens. As as much of an iconic presence as the Great Muda is, yep. WWE is not letting Shinsuke Nakamura go wrestle for Pro Wrestling Noah. Mm-hmm. But WWE under Stephanie and uh, Triple H is going to let him go do it because, hey, you remember Shinsuke Nakamura? Because remember, Pro Wrestling Noah is another one of those Japanese companies. Yep. Hey, y'all remember? Yeah, I remember Shinsuke. He's great. What's he doing now? Oh, he's in WWE. Oh, you know, you throw an intercontinental title on him mm-hmm. before he goes over there? Yeah. Whether they do that or not, you right. know. But, oh, maybe I should check out WWE. It just makes sense to me. Um, according to Jim Ross, he is cancer free. That's awesome. So, uh, he also made a comment, uh, that was kind of sad, but you know, it's, it is what it, it is what it is. It needs to be done. Um, he said, you know, he wishes that he could do rampage more or dynamite more. Um, but you know, he's over on rampage now. And he says, I started my career doing a one-hour show. It looks like I'm going to end it doing a one-hour show. And it's kind of sad thinking about it that way. But at the same time, we have 
definitely given Jr. his fair amount of of grief. Grief. He does need to go ahead and start winding his career on the microphone on down. Jr. needs to be that special attraction, you know. Yeah. Jr. can get off of the the regular TV shows. He can go to the back. He can. He's got a wealth of knowledge that'll be useful there. Um, and then you bring Jr. out to call the main event of All Out. Yeah, you, you bring him to call the the AEW Championship match at yeah. any given pay per view. Yeah, because it's not like AEW is doing a pay per view every month. No. So you have him call the championship matches at any given pay per view. Yeah, and you can but, you you make a, the spectacle of it. You have him play yeah. the Boomer Sooner, and here comes Jr. And there you go. You, you yeah. move into the main event. And, and this is not a shot at Jr. This is a fact of life. I hope that it when I'm Jr.'s age. That I'm as vibrant yeah, as he well, is, like, but he has had several attacks of Bell's palsy, mm-hmm. cancer. He's had cancer. He lost his wife tragically several years ago. Now mm-hmm. he is not the same man who, in the midst of the Attitude Era, and honestly, the, I would argue he is the same man, and that's the problem. I was going more from a presentation standpoint. Okay, because that's fair. He doesn't have the energy, the he excitement. Have the energy. He's also you the, know forty years older or well, yeah. thirty years older, but but he's twenty years really. Yeah, but even yeah, still, so. you know, you, you look at it. I go back and I watch clips or even whole shows from that era, mm-hmm. and he is yelling to be heard above the crowd and there's just so much excitement in his voice. And this is a man who has a microphone literally right in front of his mouth. He still has to yell to be heard above. Mm-hmm. The, and he sounds bored. Yeah. When he's out there calling a whole show. He's definitely not engaged with it. And and that is a problem from a presentation standpoint. Mm-hmm. Unless you're trying to do uh insepid Taz commentary on dark <laughs> Yep. You can't be completely detached from the show. Mm-hmm. I love JR. He, he is the voice of wrestling to me. Yeah. He is, but, and, and he always will be for people our age. Yeah. But it is time for him to step aside, become that special attraction who comes out and let guys like Excalibur and and no, I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna say his name because I I don't like him. <laughs> uh, uh, but let guys like Excalibur and some of these new guys that WWE has mm-hmm. that are not Corey Graves, um, <laughs> right? Let them step up and become this generation's voice of wrestling. Mm-hmm. And on that incredibly sad and somber note. Right? Like, uh, <laughs> happy Halloween, everybody. <laughs> Is there, There's got to be something happy that we can talk about. <laughs> I mean, we are gonna get a, we're going to get a, a Monday Night Raw on Halloween. Yeah. Monday Night so Raw on Halloween. We're going to see probably like a costume match of some sort, I imagine. 
Something I said might... happy note. I said a happy note. <laughs> I don't note. know, man. I always find those kind of funny. The uh, yeah, when they do when those... they do the holiday tie and stuff yeah. like the the the, the Thanksgiving miracle match. on Thirty Fourth Street fight match <laughs> and you know where Biggie choke slams somebody onto Legos. I mean, come on, that was awesome. So I mean, Biggie choke slamming anybody. Uh, there's good news. There's good news. Biggie is still alive and healthy. I like it. <laughs> so. Uh, with all that said, we would like to thank our sponsors, one being McNarb Gaming. Uh, thanks, Greg, for allowing us to use the studio where we're at. If you guys need a board game, a magic card, our magic card design, mm. D&D books, miniatures, dice, paint, any of that kind of stuff, it's all over there. Um, they just had a cool Halloween party last night. Looked pretty awesome. Didn't get a chance to get up here, but it, it, it looked really fun. Um, but they've always got something going on. Yeah, you know, they they do tournaments on almost any night of the week for Magic, for Yu Gi Oh. Every other, every second Sunday, I think they do something as well with like 40k. I'd have to make 100 percent sure on that one, but they do stuff with 40k. They do stuff with Star Wars Legion. Wednesday night is D and D night. Wednesday night's D and D night. So if you if you want to get your nerd on, come up here to McNarb and get that taken care of. Yep. They got puzzles and shit. I'm stealing that from Brady. <laughs> there you go. Uh, and while you're up here, check out our friends over at Big Dog Liquor. They have all of the wine and spirits that you could need. And if they don't have it, he can get it for you. He's got uh, deals going, uh, veterans discounts, uh, old people discounts. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I mean, am I wrong? No. There. Okay, I'll be. I'll use the nice politically correct term: senior citizen discounts. Yeah, um, yeah. He's got discounts on cases. So if you get a whole case of wine, he'll give you a little bit of a discount. Mm-hmm. So go over, check him out, let him know we sent you, and pick yourself up a bottle of uh, something nice to drink. If it's Jefferson's, why? Um, but he pick has four else. roses over there. Uh, so, you know, pick up, pick yourself up something nice to drink. Maybe pick up something that you haven't tried yet or we haven't tried yet. Let us know what you think of that one. Give us ideas on, on things that we need to, we need to try in the future. Cause guys, it's getting hard. <laughs> it's getting hard to find stuff. Um, once you've listened to, to us, once you've listened, once you've gone by and visited them, try, give our other friends a, a listen, uh, Jody and Jay and Brady and Ethan they do a podcast called The Travelers on the Omnibus, which is mm-hmm. a field trip through nerd and pop culture. Yep. At least that's what they say. Uh, last week, or the, if you listen to us before you listen to them, we're going to spoil their next episode. It is the top five horror movies. They did another list thing, and uh, there is some tension, I understand, uh, about a couple of things that were done. Should, should we spoil? No, Should no, we spoil no, their wanna, top five? I'm not going to spoil that. I'm not going to so, spoil that. Their their number one top horror movie of of all time, Scooby Doo. Yeah. <laughs> so, give them a listen though, um, and it it really ties in with what Jody does on his his side project, Fearology. Uh, that's another thing you can listen to on Anchor, uh, where he talks about his personal relationship to horror movies. One of the last things he uploaded was an album that he's been working on, which was actually really cool. So yeah. give that a listen to, and. Uh, you know, if you like movies, 
whether horror or not, and you like bingeable TV shows, check out our friends over at Silence Your Cell Phones. And, you know, give them a, a listen or a watch. They do live stream, I believe, every Thursday. Something like that. On YouTube, which is the their live recording of their podcast. So go check them out. They talk about all of the movie and uh, bingeable shows and what their thoughts on them are. And, you know, they're, they're cinephiles. So they have a lot of information to share. Yep. But with that being said, we are going to head out. We'll see you next time. Yeah. Till then. That's, that's really it. Yeah. Next week. Till then. Cheers. Cheers.